Hello, welcome to Cast It Out with Gabriela Escudero. For many years, I lived and suffered with anxiety. In today's time, people have been so accepting of this that it's become the norm to suffer from anxiety. But is it really normal? Well, I'm so excited to speak on this. And it is not because I love anxiety, but rather because I struggled with it for so long. And it's truly a blessing to share my experience and hopes to help others overcome it. So let's cast it out. I would like to start with the definition of anxiety. Anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. For many years, I thought anxiety was the feeling of being scared of the future. But let's see what worrying means. Worrying is to give way to anxiety or unease. Allows someone's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. Anxiety is not being scared of the future. It's a feeling that drives you to overthink. Dwell and create scenarios in one's mind. Then, just then, you begin to feel fear. Now, let me just paint a picture for you on how it works. You are in the front row seat of your mind and there's a big screen playing. Every thought creating images and stories again playing in your mind and they're just you're just there watching them every possible scenario and you're thinking about you know you're just sitting there in your mind literally watching this screen live in the front row seat of what are these what are these possible things that can happen what if this happens what if that happens how is this going to happen and so we start asking all these questions and then we start creating these assumptions of what could happen so we feel anxious we're worrying about uncertainty and then when we create these thoughts and imaginations in our mind, depending on the outcomes we are creating in the mind, we begin to feel scared and, and, and panic. They are not the best outcomes most of the time. The first time I had an anxiety attack, I was pregnant 16 years old with my firstborn. When I had given the news to one of my family members, I was so nervous. I started worrying about uh, what are they going to say about me? And then I started worrying about how am I going to provide for this baby? And what am I going to? And so I just started thinking about all of these things. I didn't even know what anxiety was. And I just started to breathe heavy. And, and I was just so worried. And then I became scared because I never felt this before. And soon I was just thinking that I was maybe having an asthma attack mind you I had never had an asthma attack before so I had just heard about them so I thought maybe it was just asthma that was the first time I felt an anxiety attack I self-diagnosed myself with asthma even though it was not asthma but it was just because I didn't understand what was going on and again I was so worried with the you know the future I was worried about what this and that was going to happen so I started thinking about scenarios and creating 
uh, images in my mind of or, or or hearing stuff in my mind of what people were probably going to think about me or, or say about me. That was my first anxiety attack. Philippians 4 and 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That is so powerful. He is telling us to not be anxious about anything. Therefore, we are not supposed to be thinking about or worrying about the future, about uncertainty. What if this doesn't work out for me? It says to pray, take it to the Lord in prayer. And petition with thanksgiving. So gratefulness. And that's when faith is required. Are you going to take faith? Or are you going to take anxiety? This is what happens. And a lot of times we say, let me try to take care of it. And that, my friend, is not how it works. I mean, it's how we can do things. But it's not how we should do things. The Bible tells us that we should take it to him in prayer. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, you might not understand. You might not understand why this is happening. You might not understand how it's going to happen. You might not understand anything at all. Even if you don't understand, he has peace available to you. How if you take it to him in prayer with faith? Because faith is the activation in this situation. It will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say without Christ. It says in Christ Jesus. Your heart and your mind will be guarded. So beautiful. Now, let's take a look at Matthew 6, 25 to 34. 25 says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink, you have to have faith that the Lord is going to provide. And let's read further. Or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? 26 says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. He said, you sow, you reap. The birds and the airs don't. But yet the father still feeds the birds. And then it goes on to say, are you not much more valuable than they? He's telling us we are more valuable. How come it is that we worry and overthink and create scenarios in our mind? I'm saying, why are we worrying? The worry is what causes the anxiety. 27 says, can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life. Can you do anything about this by worrying? Can you take control with worry? That is a lie from the devil. That is a trick from the devil to deviate us and move us into the way he wants us to go. But if we are obedient to the word and take it to the Lord in prayer, he will take care of it. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 says, We demolish arguments. And every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So again, what I was just saying, the, the devil is a liar. 
And he is trying to guide your mind to a state of being that is not of God's. There is a difference between thinking and, and praying and asking God to stay in his will than us grabbing something and saying, no, Lord, let me take care of it. You want him to do it, but truly you're saying, give me the ball. I, I don't feel like I have control because a lot of us are control freaks. And I just, I just don't understand how you work. So let me grab the ball and let me take care of the ball and let me figure out how I'm going to do this because I truly don't understand your way, Jesus. Oh, but there is just something about saying, God, here is the ball. Here it is, Father. You take care of it, Lord. I have faith in you. I have faith that you are going to take care of it. I have faith, Father, that you will provide. I have faith, Father, that you will make a way when there is no way, Father, for you are the way maker. There is a huge difference between saying, here, Father, this is what's happening in my life. This is what's going on in my life. And I just put my faith in you, Jesus. Than to say, oh Lord Jesus, I don't know what's going on, but let me try to fix it. Again, we always try to cover ourselves like if we're God, right? We, we, we don't agree with the situations that are happening or, you know, the, the outcomes of life and things that happen in life that, that we just don't comprehend. Why is this happening to me? Why is my family member going to jail? Why is this family member passing away? But, but rather, we don't take it to the Lord in prayer. We want to hold on to the things of this life instead of giving it to the Lord and taking it to the heavenly courts and saying, God, you take care of it. Father, you guide me. You be the lamp unto my feet. And so there comes a point where we have to give it to the Lord. There comes a point where if you want to break anxiety, you have to trust in the Lord with all your heart. I can remember the day that uh, I had such an, a big anxiety attack and I didn't even I didn't even know it was an anxiety attack. And it was uh, it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And my husband grabs me and says, I'm taking you to the hospital, took me to the hospital. And I was panicking so bad. I was sick for years. I would put on breathing machines, you know, like things that breathe for you. And and I, li I literally, I, I have pictures to, to show this. And it was such a horrible time. I was separated from my family for, for m months at a time. And people thought I was crazy and faking this. So do I think it's normal? Um, I think it happens. Anxiety happens. But I don't think it's normal to, to feel this way. We should not feel this way. Yes, anxiety will try to creep up, but you have to know when the enemy is trying to lie to you, to deviate you, to think about things that they're not true. They are not true. Who said you're not going to be able to pay for something? Who said you're not going to be able to provide for, for the things you need to provide for? Who said the enemy is a liar? And so I was sitting in this hospital room and, and they were saying, you're having a panic attack. And I said, it's not a panic attack. I'm dying. I'm dying. And, and they were like, no, like you just need to breathe. And the deeper and heavier my breathing got because I was so afraid. I thought I was going to die. And it was all the fear creeping up on me. It wasn't asthma. It wasn't a sickness. It was a spiritual attack. See, the spiritual realm, it is so real. 
It is so real. The spiritual realm is it's all these unclean spirits, all these demonic forces trying to work against you. But nothing is greater than Jesus Christ. And when I learned that God is on my side, when I learned that I could be on the winning side, that when I learned that Jesus is a healer, when I learned that the Lord Jesus Christ raised people from the dead, when I learned that he raised himself from the dead, I learned that he was the one and only true living God. I learned that he laid hands on people and he healed people. And just touching the hem of his garment was enough. I grabbed onto that garment and I said, Lord, I need you to heal me. I need you to heal me. And he led the way for me. If you knock, you ask, you seek, you shall receive. I heard about the healer. See, many times we want to run to the doctor. We want to run to, to, to the hospital just like I did. And we want to run to people and tell them our problems. And we want people to hear us out because hurt people want to be heard. But why don't you try running to Jesus? And let me tell you, the moment I run to Jesus, he is the only one that will never leave you nor forsake you. Everyone in one point of life will always disappoint you. No one will ever, ever fulfill every need you want but God. And that's exactly what happened to me. The Lord revealed himself to me and said, daughter, I can heal you. Come try a little bit of Jesus. <laughs> and when I did, I started to feel loads of weight coming on. He started just reminding me of things, of shame and depression and suicidal thoughts and everything else that I have already spoke about. And he said, let me heal you. Let me take that from you. And it was all because I was overthinking and worrying, thinking I could do this, do this on my own. But he is the creator. We cannot run to stones or, or to things that have been made by man. You know, things that are created by other people. We have to run to the creator, okay? The creator, the one and true only living God, Jesus Christ. When I ran to the Lord Jesus is when the healing happened. Because I started taking it to the Lord in prayer. I, I learned how to calm down and say, God... You guide me, Father. You lead my way. I started putting on the armor every single day. I started just trusting in him. And there is something about trusting in the Lord. For the Bible says that we are his faithful servants. That means that everything we do, we have to do it in faith. You have to have faith that the Lord is going to do it for you. I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect in your mind. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it one step at a time. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 tells us to take every thought captive. How do we take every thought captive? We hold the thought that's coming to us and we have to recognize where it's coming from. Is it coming from God or is it coming from the enemy? Is it coming from the devil? Is it coming from a lie? Because if it is coming from a lie, then we have to say, oh no, no, Satan, get thee behind me, okay? This is not going to work. You're not going to lie to me. We're not going to go down that route. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to say, Lord, I give you these thoughts right now. 
in Jesus' name. For they do not belong to me. These thoughts are not real and they are not true, Father. I pray that you speak to me, Father, in Jesus' name. And and, and just develop a, a beautiful relationship with him. Develop a relationship where you can go to him. It's like it's like going to your, your mother or your father or your spouse. Whomever is the dearest to you, he needs to be even more dearest to you. And if you go to him and have that beautiful relationship with him, then you're going to be able to understand what the Lord is saying to you. If he says that thought is not from me, then you're going to be able to hear that. It says a spiritual battle. This is not a flesh against flesh. That meaning this is not a body against the body. This is a spiritual versus spiritual. So you cannot see it, but you can feel it. And that's why we feel the things that we feel. That is, is the spiritual realm. That's why you're feeling these things, whether it's uh, fear or, or joy or whatever it might be. It's spiritual. Anxiety is not a God. Anxiety comes because we allow the enemy to come into our minds. We allow the enemy to worry us and then create fear, panic. I'm so grateful to not be living a life full of anxiety anymore. The what if this happens? What if my kids, what if something happens to my kids? What if something this, what if that, what if, what if, what if, what if? <laughs> and then, and then I, I create a panic in myself. I'm so glad to be over that. Trust me, I do not miss the days of being sick in a hospital bed. I do not miss it. I'm so grateful to the Lord. I will be posting a picture of me in the hospital when I was sick. I kid you not. It was sad to see myself like this. But Jesus delivered me. Thank you, Father. Thank you for delivering me, Father. Thank you for your healing, Lord. Guys, I pray that anxiety is not allowed to touch you in Jesus' name. I pray that your life is full of love and joy in Jesus' name. I pray that you live an amazing, incredibly beautiful life by getting rest from the Lord. He is your rest. Find that space and time to rest on Him, to take it to Him in prayer. Find that time to just dwell in His beautiful presence. Find that time to hear his voice. With all of that being said, if you enjoyed this and you believe it helped you or it can help anyone else, share it with them. Also, let's chat. Message me. DM me, okay? I would love to hear your testimony or if you have questions for me or anything like that. You can find me on Instagram at Gabby Escudero Southern. Make sure you tune in to the next episode. Love you. Talk to you soon.